Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on our website. Once again, we're happy to have you with us. We pray that if you have not been here before, that you will stay with us for a 30-minute Bible study that I believe is going to bless your heart. The reason is because it's going to come from the B-I-B-L-E. It's going to come from the Word of God. We used to sing it in Sunday. Sunday school many, many, many years ago when I was a young fellow. Uh, It's the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. Praise God. Well, I hope the B-I-B-L-E is the book for you. There's no book like it in all the world. Someone used the the letters B-I-B-L-E and said it's basic instructions (laughs) Amen. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Amen. We're all going to leave earth one of these days. And we need instruction from a book that tells us about all the things we need to know. Everything that pertains to life and godliness he hath given us. And one of the ways he's given us uh, is through the Bible, the word of the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. And the other is through his son and our savior, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And I just want to open the Bible and I want to open my heart to receive what I read and what I see in the word of God today. I pray you'll do the same. Amen. And if you don't know Jesus as your Savior. I pray that you will be our special guest today and stay tuned to this broadcast. We're talking about these incentives to run full out for Christ and run the race with patience that is set before us. And we're talking about a Christ worth living for and a crown worth dying for. We talked about the crown of life, the crown of righteousness. Today we're going to talk about the crown of glory. It is a personal gift from God to those uh, who who faithfully serve Him by serving His people. It's a crown that I, as a pastor, am personally inst- interested in, and, and I want to be able to obtain this crown. And when we get to the end of this teaching, you'll see why that I want it so bad. Amen. And all the crowns that have been mentioned in the scripture, all the rewards for faithfulness to God. Amen. The crown of glory in First Peter chapter 5 verses 1 through 4. Listen to it carefully. If you're a minister today, Sunday school teacher, you have some teaching office, some ministry office to the body of Christ. This is of particular interest to you. Listen to it. The elders which are among you, I exhort, whom am also an elder. I exhort who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples or examples unto the flock. And when the chief 
shepherds shall appear. <laughs> you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. You know, every award and every reward that man can give man is going to fade away. It will not be eternal. It will not last forever. In fact, <laughs> we're going to fade away one of these days as time marches forward and marches on. But the crown of glory that God is going to give is a crown that fadeth not away. This is a crown. Uh, David talked. Uh, let me just talk about David. David was called... In the scripture, a man after God's own heart. God commended him, and he was far from perfect. But he, when he sinned, he acknowledged his sin. When he fell down by the help and grace of God, he cried out, and God picked him back up. In fact, he said, he lifted me from the miry clay. He put my feet upon a rock. <laughs> he put a song in my heart. And the humble, and this is the, the negative use of humble. Humble is normally a virtue that God highly honors. Christ humbled himself in order to go to the cross and be obedient to the Father. This humbling that we find is to be crushed by the pressures and the pain of that life can bring living in a faulty body in a fallen world the humble shall hear thereof and they shall be glad praise god see lamentations 3 when israel had turned away from god and the sure judgments of god were coming into the land and 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 jeremiah had preached but they had not turned and they had not repented and now it left God no choice but to bring corrective judgment and chastisement to Israel. And he said, when I thought of these things, my heart was humbled within me. Crushed is the word for that. But this I call to remind, therefore have I hope. Thy mercies are new every morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Great is thy faithfulness. I want to hear him say, well done. We talked about that last week. I want to please the Lord. I want to finish my course with joy. I want to receive the crown of glory. You know, Jesus talked about the widow. He honored her because she honored him so much in the way that she gave out of her penury. She gave her all. And Jesus stood looking at how, not what people gave, and he commended her. And what, a, what an honor, what a glory to this little woman. And he said, he said, this woman has given more than anyone else today. Out of her need, her penury, she has given two pence. She's given all that she had. Amen. And so she outgave everyone and said she's going to be remembered for that. She's and, and here we are. Isn't it amazing? Over 2,000 years later, and we're mentioning this widow who gave the widow's might something like two pennies or, or less. Amen. And she's being honored every time people read the scripture, every time people mention her as an example, because Christ stopped everything to honor her and it's it's giving when we give him honor then he honors us when we give god the glory and live for his glory he 
honors us praise god and this this is part of what this crown of glory is all about jesus was mocked and he wore a crown of thorns but now he wears a crown of glory hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 look at this together today it says but we see jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of god should taste death for every man literally every man woman boy and girl for it became him for whom all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make captain of their salvation perfect through suffering praise god you know revelation 19:12 concerning jesus said on his head were many crowns hallelujah your pastor has often said to you your radio your radio pastor when we were on radio your 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 internet pastor uh, in the sense of ministering to the body of Christ with a pastor's heart also as an evangelist reaching out and i've said it many times in many formats and to our congregation here i do not want victory just for my sake I want victory to bring glory to my king to bring honor and praise to my God. I want everyone to know he's a great God. I want everyone to know he's a good God. I want everyone to know how precious Jesus is and how powerful he is and how personal he is. Hallelujah. Friend of mine and minister friend of mine today If we endure the hard stuff and faithfully serve him and we serve him by faithfully serving his people you know Jesus said this concerning the nation of Israel but it it also involves more than that I believe it's when we serve the body of Christ as well listen to the what he said he said to everybody that that curses Israel I will curse and everybody that blesses Israel I'm going to bless. And he said I was I was I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty you gave me to drink. I was sick and you came to me. I was in prison and you visited me and they said when did we ever ever see you in that kind of condition? And he said when you've done it to the least of these my brethren you have done it also unto me praise god if you don't want to burn out uh and i'm speaking from 46 years of pastoral ministry right here in the city of Tampa at the Holy Church of God 46 and counting and also reaching out so I'm pastor evangelist but I'm pastor first evangelist second listen carefully I would not have made it without the grace of God and why I would have not have made it without the understanding that when I minister to you as a child of God in the body of Christ I'm ministering to Jesus Christ <laughs> amen hallelujah because the you and and listen I've had some wonderful people 
in my life that have sown into me. And that's not the case for many ministers. I've been greatly blessed. I'm not saying it was a bed of roses. I'm not saying there wasn't people that did me harm and broke my heart and hurt me deeply. And one of the great hurts of my life was when people wouldn't just forsake me and act like they never knew me after years of ministry to them. Listen, it's, it is to see people fall away from God that once had a, a burning in their heart to serve Him. To, to see that happen is heart-rending, heart-breaking, and, and to see the ingratitude to God for His mercy and grace, and, and to, to, to have all of those hurts. But what keeps me keeping on is knowing when I minister to one of His children, whether they show gratitude or not, whether they appreciate it or not, a day is coming when the crown is going to be granted to me. And it's a crown of glory for honoring Him, ministering to Him faithfully, and ministering for Him faithfully. Praise God. If we endure the hard stuff and faithfully serve Him, we will bring honor to His name, and He will reward us with a crown of glory. His honor for honoring Him. It is a crown worth running full out to obtain. There's another crown called the crown of rejoicing. 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 18 and 19, it says, Wherefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope, or our joy, or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For ye, or you, are our glory and joy. <laughs> you see, Christ's reward for enduring the shame of the cross is a bride, a holy people, destined to live with Him in heaven forever. And the Apostle Paul wanted us to know the riches of Christ's inheritance in the saints. I believe this crown was in view when Jesus was climbing up Golgotha's hill and hanging on that cross. And while hanging on the cross, you know, the song writer really got it right when he said when he was on the cross, we were on his mind. When he cried, Father, forgive the very people, not the, not the sweet people and the loving people that would come to know him and serve him, but the people that hated him and took sick pleasure in his pain on the cross. When he said, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. It, it is incredible to me that he loved mankind enough to hang on that cross until he paid the sin debt so that not one person on this planet could be lost. The scripture is very clear. It's not his will that any perish, but that all have eternal life. Listen, everyone, everyone has the opportunity to come and accept this gift of grace and this gift of love because of what Jesus did on the cross. 
And friend of mine, I want you to know on that cross, he saw you, he saw me, and he saw our need, <laughs> and he paid the price so that we could repent of our sin and receive Christ as our Savior. Listen to Hebrews two twelve and verse 2. It said, Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Despising the shame. Think about this. We're talking about running a race. We're talking about receiving a crown. And the Bible said that, that in this race, we should, if we're not going to be weary, if we're not going to be uh, discouraged, and we're not going to be sidelined and, 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 and get out of the race and quit, quit running full out for Jesus, if we're going to do that, the Bible said we're to consider him that suffered such a great contradiction of sinners against himself. The context is simply this. Lay aside every sin and wait that does so easily beset you and run with patience, perseverance, the race that is set before you, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of your faith. Consider him who suffered. This is what we're to be focused on to keep from getting discouraged in our own heart and our own life because of the persecutions, the pressures, the disappointments, the discouragements, the lack of appreciation of people that you have laid down your life for in ministry, possibly. Listen, friend. Every time I get the poor old me's, and I do get them, I am as human as any. I don't, I don't change into Superman for Sunday morning, and I'm certainly not Superman on Monday morning. Amen. Listen, friend, we all feel all of these things that could sidetrack us and discourage us until I consider him. You see, this is what we're to be looking and focusing on. Not just power from Him, but His suffering for our sake. So that we are not focusing on our suffering for His sake. Amen? If I'm suffering for His sake, and I can just see my own pain and pressure, and I can get so down and out, I want to throw in the towel and give it up. But if I see his suffering for my sake, it is nothing to be compared to whatever I may be going through. Amen. And to see the souls. Look past the, the people who have rejected Christ and walked away from him and ran a little while and threw in the towel themselves. But look past all of that and know that there will be people in heaven because I gave my life to the ministry of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. What a, what a rejoicing when we see the souls that we have helped to win. <laughs> That's that great song, Keep on the Firing Line. When we see the souls that we have helped to win, leading them to Jesus from the paths of sin, with a shout of welcome, we will all walk in <laughs> hallelujah praise god march in what a joy that's going to be this crown of rejoicing 
is is the people that are going to be in heaven because we have faithfully served the Lord. Amen. And and Jesus had that crown in view. Consider him that suffered such a great contradiction of sinners against himself, unless you become weary and faint in your own mind. I've been a part of a a pastor's uh, fellowship and association from pastors from different denominations, and particularly three of them that I've been meeting with, all of us from different backgrounds, uh, for eight years and counting. And we all have went through those deep discouragements, but we all encourage one another, amen, to run and this race with patience that's set before us to keep on keeping on for Jesus. It's tough now. It's tougher than it's ever been because that, 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 that love for the Lord in the last days will begin to wane away. In fact, the Bible said prophetic of marking the last days that the love of many would wax cold. The Bible speaks of the falling away. Amen. When that occurs, it will begin just before the tribulation and it will continue and reach its apex during the tribulation. And friend of mine, I want you to know I believe that we are in the beginning of that falling away. You can see so many that used to be on fire for God that that flame has went out or it's threatening to go out. Oh, but if we have this crown of rejoicing, what a day of rejoicing that will be when we see the souls that we have helped to win, leading them to Jesus from the paths of sin. Oh, with a shout of welcome, we will all march in. Keep on the firing line. Amen. Lest we become weary and faint in our own mind. Today, I feel like someone in this audience. I felt it so strong last week, and I believe you're back today. I believe there's someone about to throw in the towel. God has called you. He's appointed you. He's anointed you. But you have not seen the fruit. You have not seen uh, the result of your personal sacrifices to bring the gospel to others, to preach the gospel to others. You may have been rejected and you may have been hurt deeply. Those things occur. Jesus knew all of the things that you are going through. But he said, amen, that we should keep our eyes on the prize. And the prize, one of the prizes, is the crown of rejoicing. If we are faithful, the word of God will not return void. It, it picks me up when I go through those, those times when I don't see fruit from the ministry and I don't hear from anyone. And it seems like the word is not, not accomplishing what God has anointed me to accomplish through me, oh, friend of mine. But then I remember the scripture as well. 
My word is like the rain and snow that comes down out of heaven, waters the earth, and causes it to bring forth in bud. So shall the word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It will accomplish what I desire, and it will prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. I don't know where your place of service is, but I know God's word will not return to him void. Keep on the firing line. Keep on. You know what Paul told Timothy? Preach the word. <laughs> Preach the word. You you want to quit preaching and give up your discourage, but stir up the gift that is in you. And preach the word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Just keep on. Because God's word will not return to him void. Somebody, somewhere is going to hear it. Use every avenue available to you. Praise God. Every opportunity given you. Every door that is open. Praise God. Because there is a crown of rejoicing. I believe I'm going to meet people I never will meet this side of heaven. But when I get to heaven, praise God, I'm going to meet people that came to Christ because they heard the gospel from a, a, a faithful servant of Jesus that never quit. Hallelujah. I didn't say I didn't want to. I didn't say that, that I, I haven't been so deeply discouraged. I just wanted to, to lay down that part of my life and just, you know, just, just, I, I, I don't know how to explain this, but just, just live in a little cabin somewhere up in, up in the Carolinas or Virginia, or I'm originally from the mountains, just a little place and not have any pressure and not have any heartache or heartbreak and, and just live for me and my little bitty family and, and try to make it through this old world and not compromise and look back like Lot's wife. Oh, but friend of mine, there is a fire shut up in my bone. It came with the calling to minister. It always comes with the calling to minister. Praise God. Amen. And it, I, I want more now at 73, uh, I want more now to preach the gospel of Christ, to see people come to know him, to see Christians uh, come to be re-energized and, and get back their enthusiasm. So someone said, not only has the salt lost its savor, I think it was Vance Havner, he said the, the the, the pepper has lost its pep. <laughs> Amen. Well, we need to get our savor back. We need to get our pep back. And one of the things that is motivating me right now at this age and stage of my life is the joy of seeing the souls. The same joy that Jesus had in his view. He knew the multitudes that would be saved if he stayed on that cross and paid the sin debt in full. And the Bible said, Consider him, Hebrews 12 and 2, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, all our victories 
all our conquest, all our achievements, all our righteousness and all the applause of men, all our blessings from God, we owe it all to Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Turning souls to Christ, changing their eternal destiny from hell to heaven. This is a crown worth running full out for. And this is a Christ worth living fully dedicated for. Amen. Hallelujah. So what are we going to do? with the crown of life? What are we going to do with the crown of glory and the crown of righteousness and the crown of rejoicing? What, what are we going to do with the crowns and the rewards and the awards that are given us? Well, I want to do what they did with it, the four and twenty elders in Revelation 4, verse 10 and 11. It says, The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, <laughs> Hallelujah, verse 11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. They said, whatever glory God has given to us, we're taking that crown. Because without Jesus, without Jesus, we couldn't have done anything. John 15 says, apart from me, Christ speaking, you can do nothing. So whatever we achieve... Whatever reward we receive, we cast our crowns at the feet of Jesus. I love that great Christian hymn of not too long ago. It says, we fall down and cast our crowns at the feet of Jesus. It's based on this scripture right here. Oh, I want to be awarded the crown for faithfulness, the award and the reward for faithfulness. I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. But then I want to fall at his feet and say to God and to Christ alone, be all of the glory. I want the glory so I can give the glory to God. I want the crown so I can lay it at his feet. Amen. And because and all those crowns laid at his feet, the book of Revelation said, and upon his head were many crowns. Hallelujah. God's a reward for his faithfulness. Our 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 gift to him. Hallelujah. So that we could be faithful because he was faithful to us. These are crowns worth running full out to receive. And this is a Christ worth living full out. Hallelujah. What a wonderful Savior Jesus is today. I want to ask you a question today. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I'm going to ask you to do something right now. I, I want this crown you see, and I want to see you in heaven. I really want to see you in heaven. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior, I want you to 
Repent of your sin. I know the Holy Spirit's dealing with you. If you've listened to this point in this Bible study, I know, I know him well enough to know he would not miss an opportunity to touch your heart, to touch your life, to show you that God loved you enough to give his son and Christ loved you enough to stay on the cross. Go to it and stay on it for the joy that was set before him. He saw you. He looked down through time. He saw the end from the beginning, the scriptures declare. He saw you. He saw me. He saw us lost, helpless, hopeless, doomed and damned eternally. And he said, I want to save you. I love you. It kept him on the cross because the nails couldn't. The Roman centurion and the soldiers couldn't. But the love for you and me could and did. And for the joy that was set before him, this crown of rejoicing, he endured the cross, despising the shame. Whatever I endure, it's nothing compared to what he endured for me. And when I quit looking at me and I look at him, I get up, hallelujah, and I go on with rejoicing. I see that crown. I want you to be part of my rejoicing and part of Christ's rejoicing. Come to Jesus today. Don't run from him. Run to him. And to the discouraged servant of God today, the discouraged minister, all friend, God has blessed you, honored you to be called to carry the gospel. I want you to come up out of that cave of discouragement and let's run this race. It's almost over. Christ is coming soon. And his reward is with him. I don't want to miss that. How about you? And come back next week. Let's talk about Jesus.